Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This week we're taking you to Lake Wales, Florida. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, you're watching The Trip. This is The Trip, episode 30, for the week of September 9th, 2015. The Trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everybody, welcome to The Trip, a little show about something we all love called vacation. I'm Jenny Lynn. And I'm Teresa, and back in the nook is Dustin West. I am here. The producer. Hey. All-knowing wow. producer. Group it all is, together again. You know what? It is a new day, and it, it is. feels great. <laughs> it is. And Episode 30. How did we get here? I don't know. What is that about? <laughs> I it's just, just tripping me out. <laughs> yeah. I, there have been many moments along the way. I didn't mm-hmm. think we would make it this far. And yet, here we are. Yep talking to you this week about Bach Tower Gardens in Lake yep. Wales, Florida. We took a little bit of an outing. We did. It was a good outing. It was fun. It was a hot day. Yep, over in Polk County. Polk County. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to have a little trip talk? Well, I thought that before we got into all of that, we could maybe go over a few emails because oh. we've gotten some emails from okay. listeners. And oh, I haven't read these. They have been okay. patiently waiting for... Um, for our response. Okay, let's do it. Okay, the first one was sent by Come On Real. <laughs> they didn't leave. Oh, yeah, there's no name. So anyway, this uh, this no email. Name. Yep, they're from New York, though. They said, great show on iDrive 360. I got to Disney World every year, and it was always nice to do something different, even non-Disney related. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and uh, whoever this is said, you should do a show on the Florida Keys, Tampa, Naples, and any other cool spots in Florida. Florida has a lot more to offer other than Disney. I love Disney, but we always like to do something else. Thank you. I also love the Diz team. I learn a lot from you guys. So that's kind of cool. She wants um, us to branch out. She does, even more so than we already have. Keys, well, Tampa, there. Naples, things That's like way, that. Yeah, we're all over the state there. I thought that I would let you know that uh, we actually have been talking about doing some of this. Right. Uh, it's all still kind of in the works, but we we have thought that maybe a little bit of a, a weekend trip mm-hmm. out a little bit further. A little bit further, yeah. Would be good for the show. We've got a couple ideas in place, maybe Miami, maybe uh, St. Augustine, maybe Tampa. Yeah. So keep watching. Just wanted to let you guys know that we'll get this there one is, day. We'll pop up and we'll be. This is on the radar. Yeah. Okay. The next one um, was from Tommy Woodruff. Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Yeah. He basically wanted to let us know that the Give Kids the World has a 5K gingerbread run. And he wanted us to let him know if we're interested in planning on signing up. Did mm. you have a response to that? When is that? It is, um, yep, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's in November, because I think I've heard something about that, well, but I'm not if sure. if it's the gingerbread run, it's probably around the holiday season. W- oh, yes. Are we running towards gingerbread, or are we? <laughs> <laughs> they dangle it on a stick in front of you. I can do that. I'm on board for that. Yeah, so I guess this is something <laughs> we can gingerbread. think about. I also wanted to say, though, I have to be a little bit careful, because I had started jogging. Remember, mm-hmm. we had talked yes, about that. Yes, And um, 
I injured my knee again. That usually happens when I run. Would you like go off a curb or what? No, it's actually due to, um, well, my Lyme disease with my joints. So, um, I have to be really careful and right now I've been resting up. So Tommy, we did get your email and, uh, I guess we can talk about this, but we might have to play this one. Yeah. We'll Uh, see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. See how it a little bit closer to it. We're we're sorry. We're reading your email about eight weeks later. Yeah. (laughs) We're, we're catching up. Okay. Um, Kathy. I love Kathy. She's great. She's on, <laughs> she was on the show the other Kathy week. from Did Pennsylvania. Oh, that, oh, a different from Kathy. Pe- it yep. could be the same Kathy. It could be the same Kathy. What's her last no. name? Um, Buxinski. So, yeah, Good. not Kathy Worling. Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yeah, she wanted to refer us to Little Miss Sunshine because she says that's an ultimate road trip movie. Have you ever watched it? Yes, have you? I feel like I have. Is that where she goes for the beauty pageants? Grandpa's little? in the trunk dead. Yes, and the horn won't stop. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. I love that. Ah, and he's like, and everybody's got to get the van rolling and get back in. I think I'm due to see it again. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm vaguely It's a little off color, but I love it. You yeah. Know. Abigail Breslin, Steve yeah. Carell. Yes, I have seen this. Who's the Alan, guy? Alan Arkin. Who's the lead guy, the father? Uh, I love Greg uh, Kinnear. Yes, I love him. Love him, love him, love him. All right. Um, so okay. that's good, the cast good of movie recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. This one was from Jane Casper. And um, Dustin, you might be able to help me answer this. Okay. One. I'm listening. She says, I recently purchased a URL and started a blog with the name Disney in it. I know that once um, she's saying to me personally, I know that you once started a blog with the word Disney in the URL as well, which I did. It's DisneyDrivenLife.com. Um, she says, I have a disclaimer that it's not an official Disney blog, and I've, uh, I only use photos that I've taken, but um, what does she need to do about this? Does she, does she need to be cautious about this, change the name? She's looking for answers. Here's the deal with that. If she's just starting up, it's good. First of all, it's good that she has the disclaimer in her blog that says she's not officially um, attached to Disney in any kind of way. The main thing with Disney is they're probably not going to go after you if you're new and up and coming. And because you're new and up and coming, you're probably a relatively smaller website in terms of traffic. You haven't built that traffic yet. Maybe one day you will be a little bit bigger. If you were a bigger entity, if you were, for example, if you were the Diz who's been around for quite some time and were known as an unofficial source for Disney information... Mm -hmm. If we had Disney, the word Disney, in our uh, URL, that would probably draw attention from Disney. Um, But in the meantime, if you're keeping it small, um, it's probably nothing to worry about. I, if I was this person who is starting this blog, I'd probably go ahead and look at URLs that are similar but don't have the Disney name in them that you could uh, redirect your traffic to. Um, what was the name of the blog again? She, she didn't leave the name. She just said it has Disney in it. Then I would, you know, switch Disney to, you know, WDW Disney. or <laughs> Disney or something like that. You know, just have a backup just yeah. in case. But um, from, from what I understand, you know, if you're... If you're new and up and coming and you don't have a, a, a lot of traffic, they're not going to yeah. come after you. It's they're not, not going to be, be a big deal. Your door. No, it just maybe get if 
like you were saying, if you become a little bit of a bigger entity, might be where you run into trouble. Exactly. But it's, it is always good to you know have forward thinking. So I don't I don't think it's too early to start thinking of an alternative. It yeah. makes things easier down the road. And I would also just challenge this person into saying, can you come up with a title? Can you come up with a name for your website that doesn't involve Disney in a creative way to really market as your own? Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't rely on Disney. You get the point across that you are Disney-based, but... Wow, that's challenging. It it is a challenge, but it's also going to end up making that person have a a stamp on their quote-unquote product. Mm Right. You know, go for it. See if you can come up with something interesting and try that, and then you won't have to worry about this. Yeah. Good answer. I know. I have nothing to add to that. He totally covered that. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. He does have purpose. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our um, our last email for today is from Crystal Houston, Crystal in Houston, Texas. Texas. That was rough. At some point, <laughs> at some point, I will be able to speak today. That was rough. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that one. Okay, she says, "Hi, ladies. I've been following along with the trip since you started it. Aw, thank, thank you. you. And thirty she, weeks ago, yeah, <laughs> thirty weeks ago, and she's loving it. And she says, I have." I always have some sort of trip in the works, whether it be to Disney World or a weekend road trip to a new place, so your show is perfect for me. There's a topic that I haven't heard discussed yet, Uh Mm. and I thought it might be an interesting discussion point. It's an issue that she always has when she's on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I love we got music. What's her issue? Maybe this will be our issue for this episode. Okay. My issue is that no matter how early into my vacation I am, I always tend to have this cloud over my head knowing that the end of vacation is coming. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She says, I'm already stressed about it, even when I'm not there yet. And she wants to know if she's the only one who has this problem. No, I have that problem. Do so, you? Teresha. 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 Wow. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you have an issue? I do have an issue. Is it something different from this? Yes. And we won't play the music. <laughs> no, I don't have an issue. Wait, well, she just tricked you. I'm issue free. I, you know, some weeks there's just no. It's my life's an issue. So you can play the music. We have an issue. <laughs> okay, let's discuss Crystal's issue. It's not really our issue. Well, no, it is kind of our issue. Yeah, there is. I know, and this doesn't just apply to travel for me. It also applies to holidays, like Christmas, the big buildup. And I know there's going to be a letdown. And and when I'm on a trip, like the trip that I took last this past summer, it, it sometime half the way through, or when you know it's coming, it's going to come to an end. It's just like, what's the point? Oh, <laughs> What's the point of living anymore? I don't know. But you still want to soldier on and enjoy yourself. But I know a lot of people, especially when it comes to uh, vacationing in in Disney World and on the Diz boards and stuff like that. There's that halfway point blues. It's it's I am now closer to the end of my vacation yep. than, than the, the beginning, beginning of my vacation. Yeah. And, and it's not post-trip depression because you're still on your <laughs> yeah. trip. You're on your trip. You're still enjoying it, depression. but it's in your mind that, oh, okay. I think the biggest p- 
piece of advice you can give anyone on this, whether they're capable of actually grasping this or doing this, is obviously live in the moment. Live in the moment. That's Enjoy exactly yourself in the moment. That's what I was going to say, because yep. this is a huge struggle for me, especially on vacations where it's, we've just got there and I'm already like, I only have a week, you know, right. or there's I got to go back to work. Right. It's just, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's going to be done in, you know, six days. The problem with that is that you lose the time that you should be enjoying because yeah. you're already upset about when it's going to be over and then you just miss out on everything. I so. have. And and it's this way with everything. You know, you need to live in the moment. Exactly. Because if you're worried about, okay, Stella's 13, I've only got maybe another five good years with her at home, <laughs> right? Right. I'm right. worrying about what it's going to be like when all my children are gone. Right. All my I'm children. Not, yes, all my children. <laughs> I never won an Emmy. And um, what am I going to do, right? i got to live in the moment. You have to. And I am having a hard time with this. I, I struggle with it with as well. With the trips, too. I am a person who either thinks that, you know, I, I think a lot about the past and I, mm-hmm. you know, worry about things from the past or I get hung up on things from the past or I'm worrying about what's coming up what's in the coming future. Up. But it really Jenny absolutely Lynn. comes down to Ms. you Mom, have to you enjoy to where you moment. are. You yeah. do. This I know. is This I'm is starting to get deep, man. Uh, it's hard. You can, th- here's the deal. You can do one of three things. You can have regrets about the past you can worry about the future, which, which by the way, you can't control. Right. Or you can live in the present, which is right in front of you, and you have absolute control over the present. Yeah. Do that instead of those other two options. Mm-hmm. That's hard sometimes. And that is is it good is for challenge. your life in general. It's but it's a wor- it's worth the effort. It's, it's oh, I worthwhile. think so too. Because you know what? When you're in the moment, and by being in the moment, I mean I'm not looking at my phone and worrying about the what at work is waiting for me when I get home from vacation. Because that's the future that that's you cannot the future. control. I can't control that. Or I'm worrying about something that happened yesterday that ruined that day or whatever. I'm you gotta live in the moment because you don't have tomorrow. You're not guaranteed mm-hmm. tomorrow. No. Mm-hmm. The future might not come. <laughs> so why worry about it, right? right? Exactly. Not to be all bummer and Debbie Downer, but Hey, these these are not only good things to improve your travel these are good things to to live by in oh, general definitely definitely i love how we get so philosophical and and all of these travel topics are actually a, more broad and can be applied can to be. life in general yeah. life in general i'm telling you you're going to be happier if you if you live in the moment but you still have to take care of business but take, live in the moment right yes take care of your stuff absolutely take and care. uh speaking of taking care of business let's get on to some trip talk And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're talking about Bach Tower Gardens in Lake Wales, Florida. Did you know about this as you when you were a child? You grew up in Florida. I did grow up in Florida, and I had never heard anything about Bach Tower Gardens. I had neither. Stanya, um, who works with me at the Welcome Center, she is the one that brought this to my attention. She had gone for a day trip and come back all excited because she's all about the nature and the plants and the, you know. What plant does what, and she's all into that. And she told me about it. She says, you have got to do this for the trip. It will be an awesome day. So we did. When we eventually got there, do you well, want to share this story? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, start off with, um, it wasn't just JL and I. 
because it was about plants and botany and nature, I invited Kelvin, my husband, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And then the night before we went, you had texted me, are we still on for bot? I'm like, oh, is that tomorrow? And Because we had kind of made alternate plans for that day. And I asked him, he says, yeah, sure, let's do it. And um, and then, of course, Grace is like, where are you going? I'm going to go. I'm going. I'm going. Okay, fine. You go, too. Well, that means Stella's going, too. Mm-hmm. So we all piled in the Malibu and drove over and picked up JL <laughs> and and uh, drove out to Polk County drove out to Polk County and Polk Polk County Polk salad <laughs> and um, which is just down I-4 and then um, get off at 27 and head out past No Name Town and like you're heading towards um, Legoland right and it was a drive. It was an okay drive. We started early. Um, Bach Tower Gardens opens at 8. We picked you up about a quarter to 8, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so we got, well, it took us a little longer to get there than we had planned. Yeah. We had a little issue with uh, my <laughs> GPS. <laughs> yeah, we had an issue. <laughs> we, we did. Your GPS went rogue. She went rogue and kept taking us to the back entrance to this Mountain lovely... lake community or something yeah it was some sort of gated community and she wanted us to go through that gated community to get to Bach Towers on the other side we ended up at this gated community three flipping times and we read and Grace is like let me program her so she's in the back seat and then okay now this is going to be right so we circled around and when we come around this curve and I at the end of the road I saw this back entrance to the I said no nope. girl it's taking us right back it was like Winnie the Pooh who constantly goes in the circle passing the same sandy pit well that's what we did like, we did it we passed over this gate and over and over repeatedly again. repeatedly <laughs> and uh, let's just go off and let's just go the other way we see the tower which is on property yes there's a high point we could visually see it so we just drove in that direction we ended up at the front gate of the same community <laughs> and and everybody's going Okay, is that it? Well, it doesn't say Bach Towers. Why would that be it, right? So we went in, and the guy said, you look like, like you're looking for Bach Tower cards. <laughs> yes, we are. He handed us a little map, why he had them there, which leads me to believe we weren't the only people. Um, no, I think that if they have pre-made directions to hand out to people who pull up to that gate, means that there is a frequent frequent problem yes. where people cannot find the entrance to Bach Tower Gardens. So we... Got our map and we found it. We did. We eventually made it there. We finally, and it's once you get to the main gate um, and you pay your entrance fee, and there's two different choices. There's, I think, the $12 just the gardens for the day per person, or the $18, which is the gardens and um, the estate that is adjacent to the gardens. Mm-hmm. We wanted to see it all. Yep. So we got the $18 ticket. And then the the woman wasn't excited. The girl wasn't excited. Well, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. If you want to do that? It was like an, an old woman in a little girl's body. And you know? she just drew out the last word of every sentence she said. Because I said, "You're going to head down this road, okay?" <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. We got a lot of good. So jokes we drove. Out of it was a couple miles. On property, past Orange Groves and different things before we got to the Welcome Center, Welcome Area. And um, so it's a big piece of property. It is. It is. And um, there's a few different components to it. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I thought that we should possibly talk about the history possibly. of it. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. The history. Because um, this... 
I never realized it, even growing up in Florida, but apparently Pock, 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 B-O-K, Tower Gardens, as opposed to Buck, B-U-C-K, Bach Tower Gardens was a big deal. And especially in its time when it Who was knew? Being, I didn't. Apparently, I didn't. But now had I you do. ever heard about it, Dustin? No, no, no. Okay, it's well, like the little hidden gem in Polk County. Yeah. So here's the story. There's this guy, Edward Bach, and his family used to vacation. They had a winter residence in the area, Lake mm-hmm. Wales, and so he grew up kind of going there and was in love with the area. So uh, when he got older, uh, he wanted to let's see. The website says it this way. Awed by the tranquility of the area, he wanted to create a place that would touch the soul with its beauty and quiet and choose it as the perfect setting for a bird sanctuary. So guess what? That's what he did. And he purchased land. I'm sorry, sorry. (laughs) He purchased land and made this very lush, beautiful landscape that has, you know, uh, lots of wildlife. and It's all natural. It's all native plants Mm -hmm. trees shrubberies whatever to the area yep and then he built this very tall tower it's called the singing tower and that um, houses a 60 bell and we have we have a controversy over how to say this word (laughs) we do the british would say carillion and the Americans would say carillon. It's a carillon. <laughs> Basically, it's an organ that plays really big bells in a tower. It has giant bells, 60 bells, mm-hmm. and they're all attached to this organ-like instrument mm-hmm. that someone would sit there and, and they play songs. So basically, it's as if you had a piano key. You know, a, a row of piano keys, mm-hmm. and every time you push a button, it would strike a bell. It would yes. strike a bell. The bells do not move. It's the little clanger, the, clapper thing the in the hammer. The hammer in the That's in the moving to hit a yeah. hammer. Okay. And rather than pushing it with fingers, because you've got to move big things, you're kind of like smashing the keys with your hands. Wow. It's very interesting. It's yeah. very interesting to watch. But it, twice a day, it they plays. Have, uh, they have concerts. Yeah. Um, We'll get into that in a second. But anyway, the back to the history. So this opened up back in 1929, February 1st, 1929. And tons of people came, including the president, Calvin Coolidge. He was Calvin here for, Coolidge? Calvin yeah. Coolidge. One of my favorites. I love Calvin Coolidge. It was a good time. Followed by Herbert he Hoover. He loved yeah. Bach Tower Gardens. Yep. So... Again, this was a this we did not know until recently that this was a thing, but this is a thing. So we went and and checked it out. Now we already mentioned that it has the landscaped gardens, the singing tower with the, the landscape gardens by Frederick Law Olmsted Jr., which I believe also did um, quite a few other some of the Washington Gardens. I think the White House. Yes, and I think he might have done. Uh, Built more estates. I'm not sure, but anyway, there was he did a lot of formal gardens, and he's a very famous. He was handpicked architect. by Edward mm-hmm. Bach to come and design the landscape and mm-hmm. the the um, architecture that's there, and so on and so forth. So there's that, and then there's the other component to it, which was added later on, mm-hmm. um, and that's the Mediterranean styled mansion, Pinewood Pine Estates, Estate. mm-hmm. right? So let's first let's talk about the the gardens. Okay. Give me your take on um, it. All right. So we get there. They've got the um, Welcome Center. Mm-hmm. Welcome 
whatever. And there was a small film which gives you all this background, which I think is important to get. Yeah, there was a, get the whole. I agree with that. It's a ten minute film. It's on constant loop, so you can walk in at any point in the. And just watch it until you get back to where you saw it before. Exactly, yeah. and that'll give you a little bit more of the story. And they've got some, you know, a little bit of video footage and photographs. Of why from, this is here? Why this? You know, why it's why there? It, what its significance right. is? And they have a little artifact room where they've got some different uh, backstory on the bells and and how it, they got here and you know they came from Europe right by boat and then by train and it was just interesting and how the yeah, tower the, was built and yeah, all the that exhibit it's very hall, interesting they've got that diorama where it shows you what is in each level of the singing mm-hmm. tower um, and they had his desk, Edward Box mm-hmm. desk, right? His whole family office. photos, family portraits. Mm-hmm. His is that his mother, or his grandmother with the that Princess his, Leia buns. That was his grandmother, and um, <laughs> seriously, she, she did. She had Princess Leia buns. Help me, did you're you know, Princess Leia did not help. originate that look. <laughs> help me, Edward. Plant yeah. the flowers. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so um, you get that's yeah at the visitor center. There's. There's That's a, lot a of good way to start it. <clears throat> also, at the they visitor the center, map. there's a cafe that you can have bre- a light breakfast, the light Blue lunch, Palmetto cafe, um, ice cream, snacks. There's a gift shop, all the normal little things. A little plant area where you can buy plants and things afterwards. We saved all that for the end because we wanted to get and walk the gardens before it got too hot. Mm-hmm. And I do recommend that if it is a warm day, do it. And early. it was a warm yes, day. Yes, it was a very warm day. So um, we start out on our, and there's a lot going on there. A lot of uh, things are changing. So part of it was not available to us. They had blocked off part of it yes. for future. Um, they're expanding. They have new exhibits coming in 2016, which I think will be worthwhile enough for us to make oh, another definitely. trip I think back. So. Yeah. Um, they're going to be adding a kids area. Um, an outdoor kitchen. An outdoor kitchen where you can grill and picnic, yeah. which sounds like it'll be really fun. I think that'll be fun, More yeah. exhibits where you can learn a little bit more about the plants in the, the area and all yeah, that. Exactly. So it was a nice, um, we started off, it was just uh, like a wood chip trail. Mulch. Yeah. Mulch, yeah, mulch. And uh, we first thought was, well, this isn't very friendly to those, you know. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it, you wouldn't think of it being as very um, handicap accessible, you know, somebody who needs to go in a wheelchair. Just wouldn't be fun pushing a wheelchair or a stroller, for that matter, over that mulch. Right. But, but I, I think that's temp- – not all the paths are mulch. It is temporary. We found that out because we came across where the paths areas that were, but they had been cut off due to the construction going on. So, so there were accessible paths with, mm-hmm. which were paved. Yep. It, it is, a, I think, a, I read an 8% incline because it is on a hill. Yeah, we felt so you it. Are, you could feel it a little bit oh, going yeah. up just slightly. Well, it works its way up to the pinnacle, which is 298 feet above sea level. Which is high for Iron Florida. Mountain. It's right. a beautiful. And yeah. you get really pretty views up there. And that a nice was one breeze. Of the nice mm-hmm. breeze. You would have mm-hmm. loved it, Dustin. Nice. Yeah. You would have loved it. And the old... Uh, and, of course, Kelvin's walking along, naming the plants as we go mm-hmm. along. He was. We were a little bit more preoccupied by the fact that we kept getting lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they gave us a map. and But the signage was, Not, I don't want to say lacking. It was lacking. But as, that's probably due to the construction, I think, that's yeah. going on. Well, but. Not so much the signage on the where we were, but the signage on the map. It was mm-hmm. just a map. With pictures, I mean, there was no, this is where you are or anything to tell you. 
Right. You just had to, oh, look, the path widens here. This must be where we are on the map. Yeah. And then you could tell. Yeah. So a lot of times we just wandered until we stumbled upon what we were looking for, which was enjoyable in some ways. But then when it got to be really hot, it was not as enjoyable. Just get me out of the jungle. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to get off the hill. But, yeah. But it was fun. We had, um, they've got ponds. Um, some of the plants are identified and some aren't. If you got your man with you to tell you what, you know, <laughs> which I did. And sometimes it was like, oh, I know that one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I impressed myself. After 30 years of hearing what that is, I finally could identify a plant. That's a fern. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. The tower itself was absolutely beautiful. Yes. The singing tower was beautiful. It looks like something out of Lord of the Rings. It was. I was I was, upset. I just kept waiting for Gandalf to appear. There was a little moat. I would call it a moat all the way around it. Mm-hmm. It had a gate where you could enter, but it was closed to us, so we could oh, not... Oh, oh, I found out about that. Oh, okay. Because, um... <laughs> Teresa was a little upset because she wanted to go into the I tower. I wanted to go my the big gold door that what was a biblical Mm -hmm. so they have the the front of the tower has a huge gold door and um little squares almost like you would picture a quilt you know that tell the story of creation it was beautiful Mm -hmm. but you couldn't get near it and the entire tower going up was all representative of nature and creation Mm -hmm. you know there's different animals carved had a beautiful sundial on one side it was beautiful yeah adam and eve are depicted on one area i wonder if that's a recreation of the um the cathedral door that's in florence um i can't remember what it's called i know what i know what door you're thinking it's made out of solid gold and it's uh, very famous and it Mm -hmm. it depicts uh, scenes in a square pattern like that i wonder if it's a recreation i don't know but i know what you're talking about i remember seeing that it was gorgeous and in the ponds out front there was a bunch of you know koi koi fish huge the biggest koi you've ever seen and you have the ability to feed them there's a little machine there where you can get 25 cents worth of koi food mm-hmm. <laughs> and I they're think. ready boy they're up out of that water. they're huge we're talking they're really large like big fish albert finney size <laughs> koi swimming around weren't they yeah they yep. were huge yep you know what else was huge well we're gonna have to come back to the tower in a minute but while we're talking about huge the lily pads okay jl wanted to float away on one of them they i could have huge. laid down i could have laid down in one of these things they were huge, but absolutely beautiful the flowers come yeah it was you have to see this i mean yes. the pictures aren't going to do us justice and i would actually recommend if anyone makes a trip out there that you go sometime during the sp- spring when everything is actually in bloom unless you have really bad allergies. also did you bad. notice up at the visitor center they had a table outside that had bud vases full of everything that is blooming today hmm. and they change it every day and there was probably did you see that it was probably that. 30 bud vases with different and it identified what they were mm-hmm. now some of them day after day would be the same but i looked on their website and it gave me the last couple months worth of that te- pictures of that table and it did change mm-hmm. from spring to summer to fall so that's it's awesome. kind of interesting it gives you an idea of what you're looking for and what's there yeah well and i just think it, i mean there there definitely were things blooming while we were there oh, yeah. but but a lot of it also was green and already just natural know, right exactly i would think if you go back in the spring when everything's you know coming out that would be, would be a different, pretty spectacular different, yeah. i mean it was beautiful anyway just the lush the lushness of it 
But um, and the animals, and the animals that were there, which we didn't come across many. I saw a couple Thank, of little thankfully, monkey things. I just was. She not, was terrified to see a bobcat. I didn't or want. Well, I mean, the grasshopper was enough. Okay, there was the this, giant. There was this grasshopper that was so large, and it was you know all colors of Do the rainbow. Do you not have those in your yard? I hope I don't. I we don't do. know. We I don't have, venture we're battling, in my yard. We're battling them at the moment because they they are destructive. They're huge. They look destructive. And they're loud. I thought it might bite me or something. It was huge. No, it was monstrous. Huge. And spiders everywhere. There were really but this big was nature. Spiders. It was natural. I don't think they're using. They're not trying to get rid of these pests because it's part of the natural landscape. Exactly. So exactly. I found that very interesting. I'm just and glad we didn't run into any more than when we did. you and Kelvin and Grace went off to get pictures, and Stella and I were just resting on this little bench. At it was a section where every once in a while someone would walk by, but for the majority of the time it was just her and I sitting there in nature. And when we didn't talk and we got quiet, there was something large enough to make a good amount of noise in the bushes across the path from us. And we were just wait. Okay, something's going to come plowing through onto the path at any moment. But just when you think it happened, someone would walk by and it would get all quiet. Well, I mean, so. they said that there's, you know, turtles and bobcats mm-hmm. and everything else out there. I mean, we walked along the one path and some guy had found a snake, you know, yeah. in the, and they, um, on the website, they talk about indigo snakes mm-hmm. being, you know, in the area. I'm glad we didn't find that. I think it's just a wonderful place to to see Florida in its, even though it's a planned garden, mm-hmm. it's still it natural. features a lot of the native. It's native, um, and that's I think that's what I liked about it. I don't on my day to day living in Florida, I don't see Florida as a pretty place because a lot of it's just flat, scrubby, but this gave me a new appreciation for what truly I mean the giant oak trees and the moss and the Spanish that moss screamed, was beautiful that screamed old south to me mm-hmm. and I would I could sit up on top of that hill forever just looking at that and just sitting there and you know let's talk about that old hill or that you know that top of that hill because that is where the singing tower is we'll come mm-hmm. back to that now and um, you had wanted to go inside because we had seen people go inside mm-hmm. and yet when we went to it the big gates were closed with I saw locks. people from a distance when we were kept climbing they were up there at that door taking pictures of each but the, when we got there the gates were closed no entry yes oh. well I found out what the secret is what's the secret you have to be a at the sustainer level membership of the Bach Tower Gardens in order to be admitted in so um, do you want to explain membership at Bach Tower well Gardens? you can get a yearly membership which Grant you access back into the park, and I don't remember if it was forty eight dollars. It was it wasn't a huge amount. I think two or three trips. If you're going to go two or three times a year, it would behoove you to get a membership, right? And also gets you discounts at the cafe and in the gift shop. And, and it it just and it helps because it's a nonprofit. You know, exactly. it helps you. And they do have them. special events throughout the mm-hmm. year um, at times. So it is something. So that what I were think, these people? These special people? Yes, were they, they were apparently at the sustainer level of membership because that gets you an invitation for two to one of the four annual Founders Room tours. That includes viewing of the Founders Room, the Ko Research Center, the storage and mechanical equipment level, the maintenance workshop, the Anton Breeze. Carillion Library, and another word I can't say, office and studio, and then the place where the um, instrument actually is, as well as the parapet, 
on the very, very top. So the founder's room uh, has this, I looked at the pictures, this yeah. beautiful fireplace, antique furniture. That's inside this yes. tower. But then there's 211 steps on a staircase as you go up. The research center has all the correspondence, papers, plans, photographs, and the historic objects of okay. the garden. And um, then there's the storage and mechanical equipment level. But that, what that used to be is where they had tanks um, to irrigate the gardens, where mm-hmm. water would flow from the top of the tower yeah. to irrigate everything. They don't ah, do it that way anymore. Okay. But um, so, so to get through that wrought iron, that gate, that heavy gate, you have to have membership. To mm-hmm. go up in then there. they'll show you the Carillion and the library that they have with all of the music in it. They also have a recording studio in there for the people that play oh. the instrument so that they can record Pick what they're doing. They can they can record the, the playing of it. Well before we go any further, do you think we should show our video of the gardens? Yeah, let's go all ahead. Right, let's and do go that. do that. Beautiful. Absolutely. I'm ready to go back. I mean it was yeah, I mean, I'm not a nature girl. I've said it a thousand times. I'm an indoor girl, but I like the way this was laid out. I like the just the beauty of it. It just it was very. It makes you very peaceful and very reflective. And I think that was the plan. That was the plan. He actually he did what he had set out to do. Now that was the original part of it. The second part of it that came into play was the Pinewood Estates. Pinewood Estate mm-hmm. or Estate, yes, estate, singular, yeah. not plural. And um, what that is, is that was actually a mansion that was originally a part of the um, I forget, is the Mountain Lake community that we kept going back to. Yes, we- it was a part of that. And they and this man had come. Um, what was his name? It was Bach, but not Bach. Buck, B-U-C-K, not, not Bach, B-O-K, as we were instructed were told many times many during times. the tour. Not to be confused with Mr. Bach. This is Mr. Buck. <laughs> and he, he built this Mediterranean-style mansion for his winter use, mm-hmm. two months a year. This his is summer home. Summer home, two months out of the year, January and February. His family would come and stay in this what, 20-room mansion. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah, right? That's huge. For two... Two months out of the year. So, but we toured it. And yes. you r- walk up, it's beautiful. It is right adjacent. It's just, you just walk off a side path and you come upon this lovely terracotta, Mediterranean looking, sprawling little mansion. You ring the doorbell and they open the door and you go in and they give you a little, little uh, rundown of what's going on and the information about it. And um, and then you kind of just walk through the house on your own, but slightly guided. There were guides in every every. They area. had people placed at certain um, mm-hmm. points in the house so that as you were guiding yourself along the way, when you did want to stop and talk about something, there was someone there that could provide you with more information. They were there. And we have a little video about that, too, I think, don't we, about the inside of the – didn't we shoot some video in there, too? A um, little bit, some pictures. We have some pictures and all of that. Okay, yeah, not too much video. Okay, but. Well, we'll put that up too. I, I thought we had a little bit of video there too, but um, and it, this was built in what 1932, early 30s, and it was state of the art at the time. Dustin, I mean, the light switches were state of the art, the bathrooms, the kitchen, it was all. And if you can imagine early 30s decor, 
the bathrooms are what got me. I want the I daughter. want a bathroom. I like want that. one of those bathrooms. <laughs> and they're still. I mean, the family the family had sold it and had gone through several ha- several different families, I think. And then when um, Bach Tower Gardens bought it, I think in the seventies, and it was I had a lot of the original furniture in it. I mean, it was amazing. That one plum or mulberry bathroom. Yes. The, all the fixtures were this deep, beautiful mulberry. It was beautiful. <laughs> Teresa mean, pulls me aside and she's like, that's my bathroom. This is my bathroom. <laughs> you can right have here. the other one. Because <laughs> we came across the yellow one first. Yes. It was, the, the, it was very it, cheerful. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then we come around the corner into Mr. Buck, B-U-C-K, his daughter's bedroom. And I... Stella saw it first. Says you got to come see this bathroom. I'm like, okay, it's me. <laughs> and it had a walk-in closet. I mean, yeah. And it was beautiful. And the house did originally didn't have air conditioning. Obviously, in the 1930s, right. they installed that later. But there was a lot of cross ventilation, a lot of vents. All the no t- doors, no two doors no are alike. T- um, yeah, that's right. No two doors were the same, except for I think one pair. There was one, and there was a lot of optical illusions in there with the doors. They were like huge wooden doors carved and and then you open them and there was a little doorway behind it right so you would think it was a a big doorway to walk through but then when you opened it 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 was was just like a normal size little doorway (laughs) they did this to balance out the big windows on the opposite side i mean there was so much thought going into this architecture Mm -hmm. and this design it just they don't do that anymore I want this house. I know. It's really great. Well, I have good news for you. What? You can cater an event there. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Let's do my 55th birthday there. I mean, the fact that you can look out one window and see an English garden and then turn on this way in the family room and look out and see a different type of garden. I think it was an Italian garden. Italian garden. I mean, there were little fountains, little tiny windows on the stairway, nothing big... Those little skinny windows. I know, it was great. That was like, the only thing I could imagine was you'd shove your gun through there if you had a turret. Right? It was like a little turret. Shoot the little boy who came to visit your daughter (laughs) in her mulberry bathroom. I mean, I don't know. I just, it was, and not because it was air conditioned, but the house made the trip for me. I agree. That was my favorite part of it. Um, Because it it incorporated the gardens. And it was still all natural, but I don't know. I just I'm a sucker for old architecture and old, you know. What I really liked about this whole day trip that we had is it really was at your own pace. You know, we could roam the gardens um, as we felt. We could be at the visitor center as long as we felt. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no rush to get through the Pinewood Estates. We could have been in there for two hours and they wouldn't have minded. Right. Um, it was all how we wanted to do it. And yet at every turn, it was still enough people, not just in the house, but, mm-hmm. you know, in the welcome center mm-hmm. as well, to explain what was going on and give you the little tidbits yeah. of significance that you might not be able to pick up, you know, on your and own. And they were all friendly. And it was not an expensive day trip. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was $18 a person to get in. Children were younger, but we didn't have any children younger than 12 with us. And then we even ate at the cafe. We had a, a good lunch. And it was a great lunch. It was a great lunch. It was, I had um, like a chef salad with chicken. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. It it was edible. It ha- it was good. You had like a wrap. Right? I had a vegetarian wrap, um, and it was delicious. It was all like cucumbers and sprouts and hummus and tomatoes. It was and good. I and I was full. They had there a lot were of heavy options. Por- uh, they were they were bigger. Big portions. portions they were. Um, 
Calvin and Grace went with the basic chicken and fries. Stella had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it was all good. It was fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, we went back later and had the ice cream. I had the toasted coconut ice cream, which was awesome. I had the chocolate cake. Yeah, chocolate cake was good too. It, I mean, and it was good, and it wasn't expensive. I think lunch for the five of us. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there was five of us. Um, maybe forty bucks, thirty-five, forty. Oh, okay. It yeah. was very doable. Mm-hmm. They had a serve yourself drink machine. The gift shop was fun. A lot yeah. of things in there. I found some earrings. Kelvin bought some plants. Grace bought a horribly overpriced magnifying glass because it looked like something from Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I need they this. Little, they had little <laughs> miniature Bach towers, or, or mm-hmm. sorry, singing towers mm-hmm. that you could get. Um, lots of floral things. Lots of floral stationery and very garden oriented. Kitcheny, yeah, it's all garden oriented. Cookbooks about what you could cook right. from stuff in your garden. How to attend. But it was your a garden. nice way to, and lots of little cheap ch- um, tchotchke stuff for kids because I think this is, might be a. Um, field trip location for mm-hmm. schools in the area. I would area. think so, as it should be. Yeah. Now, okay, so we had a good time, and that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. But also in the area, we saw a sign for... Spook Hill. Spook Hill. <laughs> Ever been there, Dustin? I have not. No, I don't okay. know what you're talking about. So, Stella, <laughs> of course, Grace is like, we're going to Spook Hill. we got to go to Spook Hill. And... Even when I got back, Stanley said to me, did you do Spook Hill? I said, yeah, it was kind of, whatever. <laughs> so we follow the signs for Spook Hill. And did you write, did, you didn't write down what this was, did you? I didn't. I had to do it from memory. Okay. So we're driving along and we pass Spook Hill Elementary School. And we get to the sign that says Spook Hill this way. We pull up to this sign. I'm using my hands all over the place. We pull up to this sign and it says, pull your car up to the white line. And there's a white line in the middle of the road. And it's a hill, coming up a hill. Okay. okay. And there's a sign. And what was the story? Okay. I feel like we should just show the video for this. Okay. Well, we'll show the video. But first, <laughs> I have to. Ex- okay. It was a between. It was a. It was between an Indian chief and a gator. And a gator had a They're, fight. They they did not get along. The battle went down. Battle went down, and everybody died. I don't know. <laughs> everybody died. I don't even remember. There was a swampy depression. There was, but there's a depression where the. Where the fight happened. Okay? So now because of this, on this section of this road, Spook Hill, when you park your car there and you put it in neutral, you're... You're supposed to look like you're going up the hill. But you're actually going down the hill. You're actually going down the hill. and In your the, vehicle. It's spooky because... Well, obviously... It's an it, optical it's illusion optical of some illusion, kind. And then they make it all dramatic on the sign by saying... Is it the gator pulling you back into the swamp, or is it the Indian chief doing something? I don't really remember. So, so I pull the car up. I pull the Malibu up onto this white line, and I put it in neutral. Okay, so there's, here's this kid going by his bicycle looking at us like, okay, here comes another boob tourist <laughs> checking out this white line. And I waited for him to go by before I put it. So I put the car in neutral. We're all sitting there. And, of course, I'm facing up the hill. The car rolls back, and I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> We look like we're going backwards. I feel, and Kelvin kept saying, you need to get out of the car to appreciate, to see it. He saw it on TV. And he said, you have to get out of the car. And it looks like you're going uphill, but you're actually going down or something. What? I don't know. I, don't was- know. I feel like it would be worse if you were outside of the car. <laughs> then it would be completely obvious that you're going downhill because you can see that so the then- car is rolling down the hill. So <laughs> Grace sent me a video. After we got home, she found it on YouTube, a video of Spook Hill. And it was these girls. 
or I don't know if it was girls, and they were uh, they parked their car on the white line, and it went. And the people in the car couldn't agree. Oh, no, my God, we're going, we're rolling uphill. No, we're rolling downhill. I mean, it was just. It's like, is the dress blue and black or right. tan and white? Tan and white. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, but it was a nice little diversion. And and it was an utter failure. We were. We, but then the video had the cars going. They were at the top of the hill going down. Do you have any clue what the science is behind that? Why it's supposed to be? Someone said, I read where it's in. You can't see it, but there's an indention, or there's like a little scoop in the road. Where the white line Where is. the white line is. So it looks like, I think it'd only be working if you were going down. If your car was coming downhill and you hit the white line and you, hit, and you parked it, the indention would roll you back a little bit. Oh. Like you were going up the okay. hill. So it then, has nothing to do with vengeful gators? I don't think the gator has anything to do with You've this. I was hoping. Yeah, I know. You know, we should use this as a way to. <laughs> your social challenge is to like us on Facebook because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the video footage from Spook Hill, Spook Hill, which really has nothing to do with Bach Tower Gardens. We'll make our adventure at Spook Hill and I will put it up on Facebook for you all to see. It's just us arguing in the car. It was so <laughs> much fun. Making a big so, scene yes, out of but nothing. If you go to Bach Tower, garden you have to do spook hill because it's right there yeah and And you'll get a good laugh about the drama over nothing let us know so anyway i think that we kind of covered it though that i think so that's everything about it it. i we should definitely go again i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. it's a good uh day trip type of thing they do decorate a lot at christmas and i'm thinking i'd like to try it at christmas too i'm thinking christmas and spring are the times to really hit this particular right. attraction it's worth summer's a little hot so you know so i mean we still had a good time but it, it bring was, the bug bug repellent and the sunscreen yeah so. fight right. off the grasshoppers okay well i think that's going to do it for this week's show we'll be back again next week with another episode for you guys so stay tuned for all the craziness and zaniness from Teresa and i oh, yeah. all right and with that we're gonna say trip, trip out, out.